We have nothing. We have no intro? No, we don't have anything, do we? Nothing. We're blank. I mean, uh, we could talk about the magic of zip ties taken from National Guardsmen. <laughs> oh, what? I could tell my National Guard story. Oh, Gabe, you don't know about this yet, do you? I, I, no, definitely not. What the fuck? What are you talking about? We're talking about the uh, the 20 minutes where the National Guard took orders from me instead of the president. <laughs> uh... Okay. And and what? Gabe still does still doesn't know what we're we're talking about. Okay, no, so I have no, no. Okay, so I went. So the good news, I went and got my first COVID vaccine hey. last Monday. Okay. And so part one of the story was it was at the uh, the old, or not the old. It's at the museum near the airport in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. There's like the, the Delta, big, the, the the Delta, Delta museum. museum yeah. So I, it was there. It's in the parking lot of that. So it's like a bunch of people, right? There's hundreds of people there in a car line, right? It's one of those where you don't leave your car. You get the shot in your car, you go park somewhere else for 15 minutes and then leave, Sure. right? So uh, part one of the story is while everybody's in the line, I'm like blasting tech death metal the whole time with my window rolled down so that I can understand their directions. But it's very obvious what's going on inside my car. So, so part one of the story is the national one of the national guard people coming up and saying, "What's what's going on? There's some interesting stuff going on in there." And me being like, "Well, this is pretty much the only way I can hype myself to receive what is a, what is about to happen to my body right now." <laughs> yeah, because I hate needles. Yeah, I, I cannot do it. It's Maybe my biggest fear in the world. Too. It was, but it for yeah. me is genuinely my worst fear in the world so, so you, guys, you guys are just so tense and afraid and i'm just over here like all right let me listen to this song for the fifth time so i can write a little review of it like literally i was doing work in the vaccine line because i didn't fucking care i am so i am also really tense around needles and the the person who's giving me the vaccine she looks at me and she's like i can like i can tell you're tense like don't worry i i know how to distract people and like got me like the perfect time just like asked me like random questions was like talking to me asked me stuff about myself just like small talk stuff and then asked me a question where she knew the answer would be slightly longer so then i turned away to kind of think about it and she's like you're done already boom gotcha <laughs> yeah this was generally the only time that a nurse has been like you won't even feel it trust me and that was actually a true statement because i literally this is the only it's vaccine where i did not feel needle, it. it would seem because i have the yeah. same thing so after not feeling the vaccine, what happened, Chris? Yeah, so, well, no, well, well. You had to wait 10 minutes for the vaccine, right? Well, no, I, so I had hyped, I was ready, right? I had finally mm-hmm. gotten over it. I get to the exact point where they're going to give me the shot, and the nurse lady came up and said, hey, we're out right now. It's going to be like 10 minutes until we get some more. So then I'm like, oh, cool. My, then my body resets entirely to where it was before, which is, oh, no, this is going to happen, isn't it? Yeah. So so then <laughs> that entire the process, like. the entire process repeats itself. I roll my windows up and turn my music back on, but louder than it was before. <laughs> um, so that whole process repeats itself. So then I get the shot. That's whatever. Fine. Cool. Done. I turn my car on and I go to put it in drive. But on the way to drive, I feel it not exist anymore. It be, it <laughs> being the transmission, I feel it just go <laughs> as I'm shifting to drive. And so then I was like, well, that was weird. So I shifted to park. And by shifted to park, I mean I moved the lever to park, but it does nothing. Oh, boy. And then I turned the car off, and I wait a minute. And the lady's, like, looking at me. She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I, I, th- I am for sure, but not sure my car is. And I turn it back on, and I try and shift it again, and it does nothing. So then I realize that what's really cool is right after I got my vaccine that the transmission just broke, thankfully in neutral. Which is wild, because like, I knew there were side effects to this vaccine, but this is wild. But the, <laughs> breaking your car is a new one. Yeah. But um, maybe that's... Anyway, I was going to say a joke, but I actually don't want to say it. Anyway, um, so then uh, once I realized it's not going to go anywhere, so me and some people in the National Guard pushed my car somewhere else since it was stuck in neutral. We just went ahead and pushed it somewhere else out of the way. So that's... That at that point it is three PM, like flat. Flat is not the word I want it. Three PM on the dot. <laughs> like exactly. I get it's exactly three p- sharp. That's the word people use for time. Yep. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so then, you know, I do the thing 
that most people do if they pay for it, which is I call AAA. And AAA is like, oh, okay, we'll be there in like under an hour. Okay. Never true in the Atlanta metro area. So then it becomes 5.30, and they have not called me or showed up. Yep. At which point I'm I'm like, well, I can't wait anymore. I need to get home because Lorenzo probably has no idea what's going on because I'm just like gone. And normally he goes out at like 4 or something, and it's like 5.30. So what I did then was uh, I put the parker brake on the car and made sure it wouldn't roll, and then I jacked it up in the front. And I got under it after looking at the first 10 seconds of a YouTube video um, and found what was wrong with it. Just getting under your car on the on the flat tire jack. That's oof. interesting. Okay. It was fine. So then. Sure, sure. Sure. So then I did that and I was like, oh, okay. I know how to f- like somewhat fix this, I think. So then I found one of the National Guard guys and asked them if I could borrow some duct tape and zip ties. And they looked at me very strange because that entire two hours they were being very nice and checking on me and asking if I needed water or Gatorade. So they all knew who I was at this point. (laughs) Um, So they kind of looked at me weird, but they said, uh, I guess, sure. So then they found some and they came back to me with it. And so then I got back under the car while I I asked one of them to get back in the car in the driver's seat and turn it on for me while I was under it. So they did. And then I had them put it in drive while I was under it. Not yeah. a, but it's not really in drive, to be fair. Be clear with that. It's not actually in drive. It's stuck in neutral because the way the car is broken, the car thinks it's shifting, but the cable that does the part where it pulls the transmission into gear, that was what broke. Mm-hmm. So I had him put it in drive because that's when the cable was the shortest because uh, it only has some tension, right? So it was a little bit hard right, to do. Right. So once he put it in drive, I duct taped the cable back together and then put it on the transmission and then zip tied it there uh, and then had them shift it back to park and held it to, held it on the thing while I put it in park and then I saw that it actually shifted to park after that so then I took the jack down and then had them do the same thing again back to drive and then they held it in drive while I got in the car and then I said thank you and left God. and that was that was my COVID vaccine story. And then I drove it home. And then when I got home and put it in park, it broke again. So, uh, like, here's the question. What's your second vaccine going to be like? I know. I'm really worried about that one. Yeah, you gotta, you've had a rough, just, I don't know, whatever time period you would, what this has been, like, a week or so at this point. I guess no, just because of that one day, that makes the whole week bad, I think. I literally fixed the car the next day because it was an easy fix. So okay, I, fixed well, that's, I fixed it the next day. That is upside here. I am happy to hear that. It was something like, I could just fix myself if I had the part. Because it was easy enough that I could fix it kind of with duct tape and zip ties. So anyway, this is uh, them's facts, a show about me fixing my car. Yeah. show about fun facts and lying to your friends. I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. And uh, right. yeah, that is uh, We're that's, all gonna... that's my real man story. I'm yeah. a real man now. Yeah, the only thing I did when I was getting out of the ordinary one getting my COVID vaccine was try the Zaxby's chicken sandwich. That's everything on their menu. No, no, I mean like the, the their new their their new official chicken sandwich. The new, yeah, like, they should not have signature. entered. They didn't need to enter the chicken. Well, chicken sandwich I will more. say, I will say, it's a good sandwich. I enjoyed it. It's it's a Popeye style one, and I think it's better than the Popeyes one. Pretty much you know, everyone that's, that's done one is better than the Popeyes one. I'm gonna yep. be honest. Really? The thing is, Popeyes just has pretty good fried chicken. That to, seems like a very with, confident so. take, given uh, what I have. I don't know. I've just heard very good things about the Popeyes one. I haven't had it though. I actually like the KFC one to be honest. I'm not gonna lie, hmm. I live near KFC, so I'm biased. But I don't live I anywhere near KFC. KFC. <laughs> How do you feel about this thing where, like, for a little bit, they were almost some of the restaurants were toying with like a fish sandwich war? But I think it died I down. Think, I think the problem is there's not enough of an audience. There's just not. It, it, it only matters during Lent, you know? Like, sure. that's it. Maybe. Every once in a while, I really want a filet of fish I don't know what Those causes right. it. I don't know what causes it. But, like, every see, once in a while, I want one. Good taste. If you want a filet of fish you should just go to, like, a pub and get fish and chips. Yeah, it's but, pretty easy to even, like, John, do that that's not what maybe. I want. That's not what I want. Mm, I want a filet of fish But why not? have the better version of the thing because that's not what i'm craving you know i'm, I'm, craving I'm gonna be the honest entire arc i'm craving the i go to mcdonald's 
I get the filet of fish I eat it and I'm guilty afterwards. As someone who every now and then does want Little Caesars $5 hot and ready pizza. Oh, man. Like, I get you. I, I, I understand. There's something about, like, I don't think I would ever buy one. But, like, when I go to a place and they have Little Caesars pizza, I'm like, this is amazing. I mean, I will buy one because it's only $5. Yeah, that's it's like It's like, you just get that two bucks more and you get the crazy bread, too. It's like... We used to do that every Wednesday when I, my parents. We used to do that every Wednesday. Anything called, like, crazy bread, I have to say, like, evokes skepticism for No, me. crazy bread is so good. Crazy bread is objectively bad, but it's so good. Like, what does that even mean? Crazy bread. It it's it's it's, it's just pizza crust. It's 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 cut off pizza crust, basically, soaked in butter oil and, and garlic, garlic, and covered with Parmesan cheese. But to be a little bit clearer, so it's, it's just it's, all the good stuff. It's cut off. It's cut off doughy crust. Yes, cut off doughy crust. To be clear, so like uncooked crust. Yeah. Oh, that is better. Yeah. Like I mean, honestly, like soft baked goods are like usually always better. I don't yeah. really know of an example where just crusting it the fuck up like really spikes up the quality or anything like that. It's just like everything else at Little Caesars, which is it's good. It's hot and ready because it's so. It just it knows what it is, and it that's knows what exactly it is. what it doesn't aspire beyond what it's trying. Exactly, to be. it's not aspiring to be anything other than a five dollar pizza. Exactly, <laughs> and you know what? I I respect that. If I could do that, I would do that. But I can't be a pizza. There's something innately satisfying about like very cheap cheese. Well, I don't know. There's a certain type. Like, I don't like the Cheeto dust kind of cheese. I mean, it's not like that though. But 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 like cheap Parmesan, uh, American Parmesan. Let's just call yeah, it. What yeah, it is. yeah yeah yeah. Let's call it that. It there is something very endearing about it. Should like, we uh, should, should we do, we do the our show? actual thing? Well, yeah. I, I have a I have a pretty good transition because we're talking about oil, and I want to talk about etymologies associated with oil. Okay, let's do bit. it. So somehow we stumbled upon the only way to segue to this. Yeah, exactly. All right, cream, Christ, and chrism. And grime are all cognates that derive from the same historical root word. Can I get chrism in a sentence? The holy chrism? Uh, oh, it's, okay. Yeah. So I actually do know, I think I might bust this. Motherfucker. Bust, <laughs> it, I, bust it. Okay, but I have a story to go with it. Yes. Okay. Does so, this have to do with Hebrew school, perhaps? No. No, this has to do with our friend Mitchum. Ah, um, uh, I love it when we get to invoke his name on the podcast. Yes. So when I lived it's with so Mitchum, satisfying. Mitchum got this thing from a Goodwill. By thing, I mean that it was a Last Supper print or whatever you would call it, but mm-hmm. with that holographic stuff. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen these before. And he would call it holographic Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think eventually just started developing ridiculous nicknames for it and started calling it Oily Josh because it was Jesus Christ. Yes, which and roughly, tr- which translated another way would be Oily Josh. Yes. Yes. And Mitchum, okay. So Mitchum has busted your fact, unfortunately. But he was the reason why we did, he deserves it. He was the reason why we did this podcast, if you remember. So Yes. So he deserves the one. Okay, well, here we go. It all derives. Okay. So those all derive from the Greek chrisma, which is an unguent anointing and unction. So that eventually filtered down to become cream, grime, mm. um, chrism, Christ. Because Christ literally means anointed one. So just through b- a bunch of different filtering, you can all trace it back to this one Greek world word. What's even cooler is you can trace that and ghee. Oh, back to the same Indo- Back to the same Indo-European okay. root, gry. Okay. Which is... I like that a lot. A word that means to rub. So it's just... That is really good. It's wild, isn't it? And if you look at it, if you look... So, like, there's, like, a Lithuanian word that's, like, really close to it. So, like, Lithuanian griju or griti, to to skim the cream off, or Old English grima, mask, helmet, ghost. It, like... the way that this has all come from the same word is fascinating. Anyway, I don't have a backup fact right now, so someone else go. <laughs> well, I was going to say real quick, I just wanted to say a fun Last Supper joke that I heard the other day because mm-hmm. it was my favorite Last Supper joke ever. And I don't know that I've ever heard a one that wasn't this one, but that is beside the point. 
And the, the whole joke was just uh, Jesus and the disciples show up at a restaurant and they say, table for 26, please. And the waitress says, do you have more people coming? And they say, no, we're just all going to sit on the same side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I've definitely heard it before, but it's good. It's such a good joke. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, wow. That's good. Um, Gabe, did you know what type of, um, did you know that Jesus drove a Honda? I've heard this one. It's the Accord thing. Oh, darn. Well, yeah. I tried. Yeah. I I appreciate... There's so many good things, like jokes of this form that come from the fact that cars can only have one-word names, like car <laughs> models. Like, you could never... Like, imagine if there was, like, a Honda moves good. Like, you'd be like, get, the, get that car the fuck out of here. Like, well, I mean, instantly. literally... That that is a thing that happened with the Chevy Nova, though, because is that a real thing? I've heard that's real like thing. an urban legend. Is it is real? a real thing. That it's it approximately it, it reads as like in well, it Spanish does, as it does read go. as doesn't go. Yeah, Nova. So you're like so, but I feel like the thing that makes me feel like it's an urban legend is, is like people are uh-huh. fucking stupid, basically, right? Like they could be like, okay, but that's not what it's supposed to say. So I don't I'm surprised. Know. I'll take what you said, but I'm going to raise you this bad boy right here. Oh, yeah, I'll raise you this bad boy right here. You said they can't have two-word names. You're incorrect. Because in Japan, they had this bad boy, the Toyota Mega Cruiser. Mm. Mega Cruiser, huh? Also Land Cruiser Let's and oh, Land Rover true, and Range Rover. <laughs> Wait, but isn't that the brand also that just looks like you fucked up making toyota land no toyota make has always made them i'm pretty sure well land rover and also you forgot the roadrunner superbird that's actually you're not allowed to forget about that one i i I think i am allowed to forget about because i'd never heard of it until now oh my goodness i'm looking to see i'm on a list of 50 really cool car names i it's literally not called anything but that and i'm looking for anything that's really fun okay uh (laughs) i didn't know there was a dodge magnum that's I guess something has to be called Magnum for every product. Yeah. No matter what I've it seen is. That, you see that ice cream bar ever? It's a good ice cream bar. I've had it before. Really? I've never really just decided like today's the day I'm gonna eat an ice cream bar that sounds like it's named after a condom. Like I've never just decided to take the plunge. Mm. Like Land Rover. What is the a brand. Magnum condom fit on a Magnum ice cream bar? Probably. I don't like, know. Those things are it, okay, okay, but it's one of those things, right? Are you asking like fit? If as if it were comfortable on a person, because stretch to maximum is like ridiculous. You could do way bigger, right? That's, That's true. Fair. Even with a regular. It's a fair point. So, but I don't know how big those ice cream bars are either. But I feel like every ice cream bar is the same size, and I can kind of it, assume it, that it's about the same size. But I'm just saying you don't usually see that kind of thickness in a. Yeah, because ice cream we did bars it again. are like we did it twice. again, didn't we? Yeah. God. God damn it! I need like a shot caller. Before I start talking about dicks on this show. No, no, it's it's fine. It's well, one second. I'm sure you're your own shot caller right now. Wait one second. It's actually it's public knowledge what the size of those condoms are. So let's just like go for and, and the fucking ice cream bar. Like while we're at it, right? That's not okay. information. That's so kind I'll of I'll look up two things in tabs, which is okay. Size of average. Well, the ice cream bar. I think you can look up in a. I'm in looking a... that up. Oh, it's too late. I'm already sorry. <laughs> that. What's the size of it? What's this actually is harder to find the size of. The ice cream bar? I mean, yeah, why would you, like, ever want that information? I don't know. Like, I'm never really, like, needing to know that, I feel. I searched how big is this ice cream bar that I bought, and that got me a result. Interesting. Oh, but it didn't answer my question. I don't know. But going by the fact that, uh, according to the Trojan website, it's 7.9 inches long and 3 inches wide. I'm pretty sure easily is the answer to the question. Mm. Man, they should just make, like, they should just kind of lean into it. They should make a condom that's, like, un- unstretched the size of, like, a full, like, AK-47. <laughs> what? That's got a plastic bag. Uh, Yeah, but it's shaped really long and weird. Oh, like, God. Like linear, just perfectly linear. Like imagine a supermarket bag, but if you photoshopped it, it just kept going down. So John has no backup fact. I yeah, guess no, I think I can just no. go into my. I guess it's you, Gabe. Shame on John. I don't listen. 
I think it's, it's okay. It's been a time. <laughs> yeah, like we all been we've all been going through it in various ways, and I would not have the energy to find two facts either. I actually this is like the one week where I kind of would have one by accident. Um, but hopefully you guys just won't bust this one. Um, so I did one magic related fact on the show a long time ago, and I have uh, a funnier one than that one, I think. Um, that's probably, that also sounds less fake, even though I think, yeah, the other one was real. And here it is. Um, so this kind of stems from, um, the picture that I linked earlier in our, in our group chat in the, like, game section. And the, the sort of TLDR of, of sort of what that is, is that there's, there's these ten, so there's five, like, colors in the game, so there's ten combinations, and they had these cards in the 90s that kind of there was one for each color combination they're worth a lot now there's these original dual lands so they're all pretty valuable whatever now and there were four rounds of printings that they were in and my fact is that the 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 one that's blue and red it's called volcanic island it's not in the first round of printings because they just forgot they just stone cold forgot to put it in like not to even to like like they they had the art commissioned and everything. They just, when they sent the order to the printer people, they just forgot to put it in. And if that and if that existed, to give you an idea, um, so if there so if I look up alpha and then a similar thing of similar value, if this thing existed, it would be worth about five thousand dollars. But they Damn. they just stone cold forgot to include it in the order to their printing company. Hmm. Okay. Who, who does? And, print- and the, all the other nine were in. That's they didn't forget any of them. Who does print the cards? I don't actually know. I don't know if they say that publicly or or if they did at the time. Um, I do know that some of the data on how many of those old uh prints happened recently came out because some guy was wondering and he was like, you know, I bet like it's still in the like old offices somewhere and like it, it like the original orders were because like I just. You know, you have a company, whatever, you just don't get rid of your records, I guess, so. Hmm. I mean, I could kind of get it. I feel like printing cards is weird. It's probably not the easiest thing in the world to submit to a play. I just thought, where do you print cards? I mean, where do you print, like, business cards? I mean... That's different. Yeah, well, I don't know. In 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 1994, maybe they did just... I mean, they, I guess they couldn't have gone on fucking Vista print, but, like, essentially, right? Like... I don't know. They probably had no idea what they were doing. I I wish there was like more like I was gonna say thickness, substance to this fact. Because it's like they they just forgot is like I don't know how to elaborate and keep it like kinda keep the balloon in the air as it were, but it says here in the US I'm using Pokemon for an example. It okay. says there's one there's like Six companies that print them in the U.S. Oh, to like make distribution less I, of a. I guess, but they print them on sheets, right? And then they cut them. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so the, much things are printed. The place that I used to work had like uncut sheets up because you can you could win them in like various ways. I don't know how they actually originally get like put out, but they're they they exist and they're available. And they're not even that expensive. You can get. It's just like money. At the mint, you can just buy yes, money sheets. Yes, growing up, I knew a guy who had an uncut sheet of $2 bills, which makes me sound like I was born in 1975, but no, he just had it <laughs> somehow. I mean, hmm. but like forgetting a whole card. And also one that's part of a set of 10. Like, it, it has, like, things that go yeah, with it. Yeah, you'd think... Okay, now as someone who works in corporate America... People do make mistakes that dumb sometimes. But at the same time, you figure they would have sent a full print layout, you know? Like, unless each sheet was, they would probably print the same card on each so sheet. Were you, were you giving us that it wasn't printed in alpha or is that also part of it? No, that's, that's the fact is that it wasn't printed in, oh, are you saying, is it a given that it's not an alpha and the fact is the reason is that they just forgot? Or, or is it both? It's um, both, right? It's both, yeah. Okay. Mm. I was just double-checking. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. See, if this was like, I don't know magic well enough to know these kind of things. About well, but that's the whole thing, right? Like, I avoid certain subjects that I think y'all know about for that I think y'all do know about because I think that produces like. I am so careful with movie facts because John's just gonna bust every fucking one. Like I, <laughs> I, you have no idea how many I discard. The one John that I has did seen about every like movie. Stuart Little, I was like, this is a movie nobody get like gives a fuck about. Like we'll know the history Jeez. of. Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. So. come on. <laughs> Stuart Little was very influential for me as a child. Yeah, he told you that it was okay to. Be a mouse in a family of all humans. Yeah, until exactly. then I was very insecure about my body. Yeah, and then Stuart Little taught me it was okay. Your your four inch long furry body <laughs> with a little mouse tail. Yeah, it's very does strange. He, wear, he wears a sweater, right? I thought maybe. I yeah, thought he, he, wore, he wears a cardigan. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I thought I don't know why I thought he wore the same stuff Marty Fly does, but that's not true. No, no, I he's assumed. Well, he's not in the Coast Guard. <laughs> That would be, that would be pretty awful if they let mice in the Coast Guard. That would be I'm, animal abuse. I think. I think, I think I would believe this to be honest. Like just for getting the card, I don't know. I feel like if it was my first time making a making a card game, and I don't know how to send it to the printer. I mean, I think I messed up the first time I sent a T-shirt to get printed. So I just believe it. Ooh, when was that? Uh, years ago. I barely remember what I did wrong. I just know Who's I did sh- something wrong. Which band was the shirt for? That's what uh, I want to know. I think it was the first organ shirt I messed up. Mm. Man, those always it's always fun though, because every time like everybody does that, and then they sell the misprinted T-shirts. Um, <laughs> okay. All right, I am. Um, it's an easy mistake to make, but I also think it's something that would have been caught and rectified earlier than the entire first round of printing. So I'm. I don't know. I, I don't know, John, because like if it, if the mistake is they just forgot it, the printer wouldn't know there was a problem. Because the printer doesn't know what they're looking at. You mean basically like they're just the like printer, printing no, the, whatever you're sending them. The I mean, printer, you, raise, you raise a good point. You raise a good point. But the printer like, wouldn't know the difference between like, oh, I'm supposed to print 106 cards instead of 105. They just I feel like there are a few too many like. Hmm. I feel like there are too few too many complicating factors though. Like, I, I feel like there's too many holes of of the Swiss cheese that it would have to like layers of the Swiss cheese that would have to pass through. To, I like, think it was just some dudes being bros and they broed a little too much instead of. Duding, right? And so, uh, yeah, they forgot yeah, it. That's, they rode too much instead of duding. <laughs> yeah, mm. That's what they did. Huh? They rode too much. They rode just a little too much. Yeah. What do you say, John? Are you sticking to it? I'm sticking to no. I'm sorry. Right. This is false. This is true. <laughs> Damn. Um, telling you, dude. And I'm going to link an article. You think these nerds wouldn't just forget by accident a card? I'm going to link an mm. article uh, from 2002 is the article. The mistake is from 93-94. We've mentioned numerous times on the site that Circle of Protection Black, some other card, was accidentally left out of Alpha. But another card was also inadvertently not printed in the Premier set, Volcanic Island. Because dual whatever, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it doesn't really say... We just forgot, but yeah, they they basically straight up say, and every like rec- like record of this that I've ever heard is that they really did just forget and send it off to the printer sheet. And yeah, if this thing existed, that it's it's the five thousand dollar collectible that never was. It's like a ghost object. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Um. Well, if we're gonna afford to buy this ghost object, yeah, five that we're gonna need five thousand ghost dollars, which. We can, we can only get, get from them's the ads. Yeah. Joe, I hear people and they're having lots of fun. I am not a designer, but I definitely know how hard it is to find convenient software to do just about anything. The good thing is, for you designers out there, there's Canva Pro. It's a design software that makes design simple convenient and reliable you can create what you need in no time and it's jam-packed with time-saving tools that make anyone look like a professional designer if you want to check it out go to partner.canva.com ppn 
Welcome to the world of Pokémakers. We're Professors Fierce and Fierce, but you can call us Alex and JD. And we're making an all-new Pokémon game. But not, like, coding it, just in podcast form. What does that mean? Well, we're going to have discussions planning out our own region. Characters such as gym leaders, professors, and our own evil team. And of course, all-new Pokémon. Check us out at Pokémakers on Twitter, on the Pocket Podcast Network, or wherever you find podcasts. Gotta Gotta make them all! Okie doke. Um, let's see. I'm gonna let you guys have a choice. Do you want to talk about NASA or do you want to talk about vacuums? I want to talk about NASA. Because of the helicopter today? Well, that and I've also been watching some First Man. Not not First Man. For All Mankind. I get them confused because I have both. I have First Man on on demand like I bought it digitally. But there's also For All Mankind, which I watch in the same platform that I use to watch my on-demand movies, so... Well, anyway, NASA. They're yeah. both about NASA. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I'm not one to disappoint. I'll go with the NASA fact too. I don't wanna I don't wanna take that away now. But I have no preference. So here's my fact. In their management training program, NASA uses the movie Armageddon as part of the training. What Gotta remind myself. I mean, I assume I know what Armageddon is the Bruce movie. Armageddon is the Bruce Willis movie uh, where an asteroid's okay. gonna destroy the world and they nuke it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, mean, NASA uses it in their management training program because there are so many things in it that are impossible. They they basically test people on how many of those things they can get correct as being impossible. Huh. Uh, uh, and that's I, my fact. I like this. I like this. Huh. I like this a lot. Um. Wow. Huh. Huh. And now we're just going to have 10 minutes of content of you two just saying, huh, back and forth. Huh. Huh. With nothing else happening. Okay, but actually, I think that uh, this... This is like, this sounds like, you, this, if, if this is not a real U.S. federal organization story, then it is a very convincing one. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you, could have, you could have replaced NASA with any other, and I, w- and I would have probably been somewhere in the range of believing you. Although, depending on, like, if you said the Marines, I might say that they all just believe it's real. Like, <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean, like topical. Well, I just from what I've heard, they're the ones that even the military guys make fun of for being dumb. Like mm-hmm. apparently, that's a running gag among army guys is that Marines are stupid. So I figured that that was the most, uh, yeah, I guess topical would be the word. Um, but yeah, in short, like John alluded to, the plot of the movie is that a <clears throat> is that a meteor shower is going to destroy the Earth. And so a bunch of astronauts prevent it. Drill into it and nuke it? Pretty much, yeah. I want this to be true because I want there to be a thing that we could do if this happens in real life. Like Now, what, when you say that things are fake here, Chris, when you, what, what do you mean? Like the, the physics stuff or just like the NASA authority stuff or like everything? Things that are impossible. So, but what things are impossible? They, anything, anything that's impossible. Okay, but which things in the movie are impossible for NASA's? Like, what what things are they pointing out specifically? I don't. I'm not going to give about you that. Chain of command, or are I'm they? Not, I'm not going to give you that. <laughs> things that are impossible to happen in the movie. Jeez, uh, I haven't seen Armageddon. Is the problem? <laughs> I know about it in the cultural zeitgeist, but I haven't seen it. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia either. page. Uh, there, here's the first one: a meteor shower destroys a space shuttle. Right at the beginning of the movie, that's um, orbiting. So that's that's some stuff that happens. Uh, you know, there's a Texas-sized asteroid that's going to hit the Earth. That's obviously happening. And uh, like you said, they plan to drill all into an asteroid and blow it up with nukes. That's pretty true. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Um, there's a fire that breaks out during a fuel transfer, and they uh, evacuate a a space station. Wait, it's on fire. Okay, 
How could how could a fire break out during a fuel transfer? That's a good question. Well, because, wouldn't that be the point though? Is that that can't be? Yeah. Like, no, no. Now that I think of it, that yeah, that literally shouldn't be happening because of the conditions under which a fuel. I don't know how it happens. I don't know if it happens inside of a vehicle. I don't know. I'm just reading okay. from Wikipedia. So this so this sounds like an engineering test in a way. Like, I mean, test, right? I figure that's yeah, like the okay. NASA. Hmm. Mm. Now, I have heard this in other circumstances where people are like, hey, watch this movie. It's actually a really accurate representation of this thing that happened. Yes, here. that's like the genre of thing that I but feel this like would be the in. this would be the opposite of that. Yes, right. exactly. Watch like we, this thing because it is so completely incorrect in every way. <laughs> but we're testing you on how good you are at figuring out what's wrong with it. I think, like, okay, so, they, so they're testing them on, yes, yeah, so they're testing them on being like, you can't, at what point, like, when you say it's a training thing at NASA for, like, scientists or for, like, astronauts, you it's know what I man- mean? management training is all I know. Okay, management I don't, training. I don't know what that necessarily means from NASA's perspective, but Okay, it's but there training. exists a routine training that contains this, gotcha. Um, I, hmm. I, I honestly, I honestly think I just believe it. Like, I'm just so frozen because I'm like, this just... I either like that you made this up. It's one of those things where it's like, you know what? If you get me, you you earned it. You you earned it. I like this that much. I did not know this is a Michael Bay movie. That makes it worse. Um, was this like Michael Bay's first movie? It may have been. That would be pretty funny if the guy who, like, the meme about him is that he makes everything explode. Like, that's his first movie. Is like it's a- his third movie. Oh, he did Pearl Harbor. Wasn't Pearl Harbor a good movie? Pearl Harbor was fine. Like, I mean, Michael Bay. It goes, okay, so he does like Pearl Harbor and Bad Boys 2, and then he just does Transformers. And then he does uh, Benghazi. (laughs) Yeah. I tried to watch that movie. Why? Well, because I like John Krasinski. Well. And I I couldn't do it for him. He tried. Just too, like. It was, obviously it was racist too, from was, the beginning. It was too Benghazi. It was too Benghazi. You could just say it's just too Benghazi. It was too Benghazi. But no, yeah, that's I don't think that even has to be like elaborated on. I, I that's one of those things where it's like I hate to say it, but I wouldn't watch a movie about this unless I were very interested at the moment. Like this is just a topic that's fraught with too much I've had enough. I'm I'm I've overdosed on Benghazi already. Well, I mean, to be fair, Michael Bay is the guy who is executive producing a dystopian COVID movie. Do you guys know that one of the... Did you guys see that trailer? The one one that's like, oh, it's COVID-23 now. Yeah, yeah, and Bradley Whitford is in it, and Archie from Riverdale is in it, and Peter Stamari is in it. I would rather get the fictional virus from that movie than watch the movie. Yeah, I'm not watching... Well, no, I'm not watching it. No, no. Well... No, I don't think I'm going to watch it. I, no, I, it's not <laughs> going to be like Cats was, where it was fun that it was that stupid. It's no, not. No, it's, it's certainly not. No. Cats was awesome. That's Cats, what I'm saying. Cats was fucking great. It has only gotten better in my memory since it happened. Literally, yeah. I think we need to just have another like drunk Cats watch I, oh, yeah. this summer. It should yeah. be a yearly event. That's yes, yes, annual cat's watch. I'm here for it. It's it's the human noses. It's the part where Rebel Wilson has a skin like a skin cat suit. It's, <laughs> there's so much going on in that fucking movie, and it's like animated it's, as her. Like, it's it's out. Jason Derulo yelling milk. Oh yeah, Jason Derulo is in the movie. It's oh, the man. one. It's the one transcendent moment where Jennifer Hudson sings "Memory," and you're like, actually, damn. Yeah, actually. It's the moment where you remember, like, oh, this is actually a pretty good musical. It's the moment where you're like, oh, McCavity is a great, not, not, not McCavity, fucking. You got it. What's what's go the ahead. thing? I'm th- no, not it's not McCavity. I'm thinking of Mr. Mistopheles. It's when you go. just want to break out singing Mr. Mr. Mistopheles because that song in the is so good. It's a great song. That's what All it's right. about. It's about being catchy. John, what did you say? Where did you God, go? I. I don't want to go no again, but also NASA's made up of some fucking nerds. So I, yeah, yes, I'm going to go. Yes. So you say yes. And then Gabe, what did you say? I'm going to say yes as well. This is true. 
Mm. Well, there we go. Now, here's what's fun about this. Uh, okay. There are 168 distinct things that happen in Armageddon, and they're completely impossible. Not improbable, impossible. If you want to talk about things that are improbable, there's even more. Sure, but sure. What's even funnier about that number 168 is the movie is 150 minutes long. Shit! So it averages more than one impossible thing a minute. Which also means, because that's on average, that there are moments that are like jam-packed. Because there have to be moments that are just like two people in a room talking for two minutes where like nothing impossible happens. Unless and there's it counts, like, like 20 things impossible things. Exactly, in like back to back to back. Holy there's a, shit. There's a quote from an article about this that says, Phil Plate said it best. Here's the short version. Armageddon did get some astronomy right. For example, there is an asteroid in a movie and asteroids do exist. <laughs> that was about all they got right. Oh, God. That's like the... That's one of those, like... Um, I can't come up with an example, but there's... That's like a type of quote where it's just like... People being like, yes, this... Yeah, the dumbest version of this possible is, is true, I guess. Oh. So, I could do a second fact in an unprecedented event on the podcast. So, if John has nothing. You know what? Go for it. Let's, okay. let's do this. Let's do an unprecedented event, and let's do an unprecedented fact about vacuums. Okay. Uh, the first vacuum was so large it had to be pulled house to house by a horse-drawn carriage. Hell yeah. Oh, man. This okay. this matches my biases too much, and I don't want to believe it, but... And the way it worked was they put tubes in your windows, and then started, they just turned it on. Okay, say this one more time for me, because okay. I don't... I think there's something that my mind wouldn't let me... <laughs> The first vacuum was a giant thing that was drawn by horses from house to house, and then the men would just put tubes in your house and suck the air. Okay. I'm... Into a giant glass thing, and everybody would come watch. Just the air? Just the whole air? It would just suck, yeah. This is, this is blatantly false. There is no fucking way, and I do not believe this. I'm and you cannot convince I'm me. I'm also leaning false, but I don't think blatantly false. Like I'm actually. I believe that there were vacuums that could have been drawn by horses, but I also think that no. What what good would just sucking the air out of your house? What what good? I'm not, I'm not no, necessarily no, no, saying no, that. No, 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 what? Do. No, he's saying they, they have to, like, put the vacuum tubes in through the windows because the vacuum can't. Wait, oh, okay, okay. I may be back. I may be... <laughs> we may be back. I still don't believe... <sighs> so, they fed hoses... You know, like... Okay, how about this? It's like... No, you know I, what they I, I, I don't let me finish. You... No, just let me explain. You know what they do when you, like, get your flooring redone and they have the hoses that pull air out of the house? Yes, yes. I that, but in reverse, is how they did vacuums. Or it is that. It was that. No, it's and they would do not that. even in reverse because they would still be sucking yeah. air. Out. Yeah, you're right. It is that. That's what but they would you, do. They would be sucking it off of. I just feel like vacuums didn't have to be that. Well, okay. How is this vacuum powered? Uh, I would assume at that point it was probably gas. Okay, that would maybe necessitate having something big enough to. Yeah, not a bu- Yeah. Weird... Now, to be fair to both of you, I just said that off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I'm assuming. No, I think I'm preferring instead to believe that it's like a giant Rube Goldberg machine with like a water wheel somewhere in it and like something toots and honks. Or like some, someone. So. 200 uh, hamsters. Yeah. There's, there's like an auga noise, but a guy makes it manually. <laughs> so I have been watching this uh, show called The Nick that's about a hospital in New York in the year 1900. And there's, it's like a big deal when they switch from like an electric suction thing for cleaning up the blood when they're doing surgery f- from a hand crank. Sure. So like to create suction, you used to ha- have to use a hand crank. And it would kind of make sense that if you're, you need to create suction on such a large scale, maybe it was like a giant crank that like you built up the air pressure for, for or like the negative air pressure for or something. Like, I don't know. Maybe. Because like... I know that like early early electric vacuums could be pretty small, but oh, this is. But those are plugging into the wall. To be fair, yeah, those are plugging into I, the wall. I think that and I this, just have mm. to like not. I can't say yes to this because it's just too much of of this thing where I would where I would just think to myself that the that like the eighteen fifties like everything just made funny noises and everybody was a fucking cowboy. Like I can't do this to myself. This also reminds me that. Uh, 
as far as I know, still my the vacuum the like hand vacuum my grandmother used at her house was like the first vacuum she bought, and it never broke. I, the American insane. industry has really gone. I always away, wonder so. if it really was just that it took a little while for people to like realize you could do planned obsolescence, and then they're like, "Well, it makes more money," and it never stopped. You gotta mm. want. You gotta wonder about that. Yeah, I don't know. It was a Hoover from like nineteen forty one. From or Herbert Hoover himself, he actually hand delivered all of them back then to your house. Yeah, you know, after they voted him out after one term, yeah, okay, he had he to become a to vacuum do. salesman, and yeah. then he took over the FBI. Did he do? Oh no, that was a no. no you're doing a J. Edgar Hoover bit. Okay, I got yes. you. I got you. I got you. No, this is false, right? Please. There have been like a lot of like shitty Hoovers in our country's history, huh? And I mean, in my personal history, I've bought one Hoover and it sucked. Oh, did you actually buy a? a <laughs> unfortunately, that yeah. unfortunately. Oh I, man, that thing sucked. Well, did no, it, it didn't. God, no. it, I or, guess yeah, it I guess right? it stopped like, sucking too. Ah uh, ha ha ha! Yeah, it's yeah. a terrible vacuum. It broke. So what do you guys think? Did we have very big spectacle you know, vacuums? You know, I think this would be a fun thing to have happened. But does that make it true? No, it doesn't. Gabe, what do you say? No, I'm I'm seriously going to have to go false. I have to. This one is also true. God oh, damn man. it. Man, it does the Rube Goldberg machine. And I can absolutely okay. see something like painted on the side of it like Oh, uh Mr. No. McGarry. No no no, 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 no. You're gonna see it right now. Oh boy. Oh no. It's like a cart and they're they're vacuuming the liquor store. I guess you do have to And there really the is store. a giant crowd of people outside watching it happen. I love the that dustless that's... system for cleaning without removal. Carpets, curtains, tapestry. I love how, like, people were so goddamn ostentatious. Look at the font and the fact that they have it in the curved arch. It's, like, such a fucking... Also, that's what the liquor store looked like. That's just what everything looked like. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it really was what I said it was. They And it it was petrol-powered. Okay. Mm. Okay. And they really uh, did just feed a bunch so, of hoses into your house and then just so kind of move them around. So use a goddamn internal combustion engine to vacuum. I mean, yeah. that's all you got. You want to know another fun fact about this before we go to a listener fact? Yeah, let's hear about it. The cost of having this machine come to your house was the annual wages of a normal maid. Oh Jesus God. Christ. You're saying like the... That was why like... It's like a liquor store, like a whole store doing it. Like an individual person's like salary, it's too much. That's crazy. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and they really did have like a glass part of it so that people could come see how dirty your house was as it was being vacuumed. Wow. That, that okay. was like a real thing people did. Let's do a listener fact. Yeah, let's. Uh, This one is somewhere in my Chrome tabs. I have 400 tabs. Sorry. Okay. This one says Daniel, and they said that the park ranger uniforms were inspired by Smokey the Bear, not the other way around. I believe this because... One second. Artist Albert, I don't know how to pronounce this, DeHale Stale, created the costume based on the gear of World War I fire rescue troops, and the design was soon after adopted for the rangers of the U.S. Forestry Service. And that's the fact. I believe this because... Even if Smokey the Bear does not predate the U.S. Forestry Service itself, I think at some point they probably did redesign their uniforms. That has to happen every now and again. Yeah. I am also, I think, inclined to believe this because, well, just generally speaking, I feel like artists and designers get understand iconography better than government departments. And I feel like re- rebranding the Park Rangers to fit with Smokey makes a lot more sense because Smokey's a welcoming dude. You yeah, know? also this not being true would really throw off a lot of Duck Newton fan art, so. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's like, if it is true, what were they wearing before that? Probably just like cop shit. <laughs> I was going to say, were they, were they really just forest cops? Grow enough hair on your torso to comprise a shirt to join up until that point. I think the reason I don't like this fag is it means I have to believe that, like, people were just literally forest cops for a bit. Like, not, like... I mean, I mean look, they are... sometimes the bears get 
aggressive. Well, I mean, just think about it. This... Arrest them so they don't fight the squirrels. I, I don't mean, know. Just think that... about it. the Stetson wasn't in, wouldn't have been in style. You know, like that. Well, when it, he... it really is kind of an antiquated hat, military wise, and just generally speaking. Is that true? The Stetson's been around since like the. Well, I mean, Stetsons in their classic form have been around since the 19th century. I don't think there have been many new types of hat invented on the basis <laughs> that a hat can only be in about six shapes. What? There are way more hat shapes than Gabe, that. Gabe, what? I can name more than six. You can just look at different yeah, Civil are, War are, units and see right, like different hats. scaling wait, wait. specific oh, features of the hat. I'm not saying there's six kinds of hat. Like, if you okay. scale the brim, let's say... There's, there's probably an individual genre of hat wherein four different scalings of the brim define four different types of hat. It's like a combinatorial problem, like making a sub. No, I, no you're making wrong. Making a sandwich. What do you mean? Uh, you could, like, all the hats are different in multiple ways. A cowboy hat is very different than a Stetson, which is very different than a bowler hat, which is very no, there different. There are than a cowboy hats that are Stetsons. That's no, fair. Stetson's hat, a brand. Cowboy hat does have a specific set of features it's large brim, upturned edges, plus dimple in the hat, head bit. Right? Like, that's, a, that's like the three features that comprise cowboy hat. Depending on the cowboy, but yeah. If, if, if you're thinking of a cowboy hat, that's it. Right. Though there is, of course. That, but then there's also the uh, Clint Eastwood man with no name hat too, which is like a flat, a flat top. They should know? do and, and a flat brim. Has anyone ever done a hat that's just like re- like a brim that's so wide that you can't get through the door? And then also <laughs> another the top like the Doug Dimmodome hat. So that you just look ridiculous in two axes instead of one. So you've ju- you've basically described some of the like Japanese samurai Ronin hats, basically. Or anyone who's going to a fish concert. Also that. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like the brim of like imagine like what you would picture if I say like a sombrero, and then take the brim and multiply it by the width of it by like six. So that you're kind of just off balance at all times due to the moment of inertia at the edge of the hat. I think this fact is true. I searched fit fish concert to see if anybody had a big hat on. I haven't found any big hats, big, like really big hats yet. Maybe I'm thinking. It shows your ranking. Panic. It shows you. So the members of fish have the biggest hats. They're the only ones that are allowed to wear a hat over four feet. Okay, I searched. Okay, here we go. I searched fish concert big hat. And now I'm getting some results. What if you did the brim on the top? What? Instead of... Uh, a chef's hat. I don't... Is that what that is? No. But, but, you're, just, but you're closer, right? A top-heavy yeah. hat is what I'm suggesting. So like a hat that's like a mushroom. Yeah, 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 mushroom shape. Huh. Is there a hat like that? You could argue those... Um, What's what's the term for the hat that that's like a cone shape and has a strap under your chin? Like like it would be it's like the rice farmer kind of hat, like the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like to keep you in the, is that? Does that count? Because it's mushroom adjacent. <laughs> Jake. I don't, I found the hat that's the opposite of the question you asked. I put that in the chat. So it's, this is that's the opposite of what you asked. I haven't found anything that's like uh, what you asked. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't know. Why would you do this? It's called a UFO hat. Splash shield. That's that's pretty smart. But they oh, called I mean, it. They called it a UFO hat. That's all I know. Looks like looks like you put a condom on somebody. What's the name for those hats that like all of the royal women wear that have like some lace on them? What like tantalizers? Like, I think. Uh, oh, fascinator! Yes, that's the word. Fascinator. Yep. That's the word. Fascinator. That, yeah, like uh, that's all the weird, fucking, crazy. Like if you look at any, like if you look up royal wedding pictures and shit. Yeah, I it's like, like those. all the Queen of England hats. I like those hats. I think that. That's like the only acceptable hat to me. I think that anybody who's wearing that hat, I immediately assume that they are. 
sort of royalty of some kind. Like I assume you, they're very important. People. It's royalty I must listen only. to them. I must listen to them. They must be very important. They've got this hat. Right. The They've hat probably hat costs more than that, I'm worth as a yeah. person this, this, monetarily. There's a hat that no one would have the confidence to wear. Unless, unless they're royalty. Right. Okay, I'm going to say... I'm going to say false only because I don't think they were cops before that. I don't know what else they would have worn. I'm going to say true because I think it's adorable. I think yeah, it's hard to make. It. I think it's hard to make a character with an outfit if the outfit doesn't already exist. The outfit did already exist. It was inspired by World War One fighter fire and rescue people. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah. That's bullshit. Okay. Well, I'm untrue as well. So let's see it. Fact submission. Scrolling down. Dun 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 dun. It's false. <sighs> Damn. Okay. You know what? And then that- Daniel put <sighs> Daniel put this is true, but in reverse. The bear is based on the uniforms. Well. <laughs> well, <laughs> God damn it, Daniel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true for sure. Daniel, I'm I'm doing a thing you probably don't like. I'm taking the Lord's name in vain. God damn it. Uh oh. Whoa. It's a little aggressive. That's uh, I gotta tell you, that's a good one. <laughs> it's true in reverse. We're a part of the Pocket Podcast Network. There's a lot of shows on this network. Shows like Green Mountain Mysteries. And cult classics. I don't know if I should say one or if I should just say the next. Uh, <laughs> our, our, uh, but, well, I should say the URL, pocketpodcastnetwork.com, and you can submit listener facts to abolishunits.com, which redirects to our part of that page uh, and really does, and Chris owns that URL still, I think. I do. I own a lot of URLs. Oh, yeah, you, that's true. Oh, oh yeah. The ones no one else wants, so that they're not like a hundred dollars a year to maintain. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Although I thought I forgot what it was I almost bought the other day. I almost bought like something to do with Georgia Tech that I couldn't believe wasn't taken. Oh, I th- oh, just to squat it. I thought you were gonna say you got like Dogecoin. No. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm I'm done with Dogecoin. I cashed out. Well, I know, of course you did, but I just. That doesn't mean that everyone else is, so I figured it'd be a good time to hop from the money train to the URL train. I mean, I hear it's going to the moon tomorrow. Who knows? That's what I hear every day. Speaking of going to the moon somehow, our intro and outro music (laughs) is Never Far, which is where the moon is, uh, by by James Hunter USA, uh, now known as New Weirdos, previously known, I was recently reminded of this, previously known as Supreme World Emperors, so under any of those three names, you can find their music sort of Past, pastor slash present, or it's, present slash future. It's good I, tunes, good times, great oldies. I meant to plug it before, but uh, there is one thing that uh, I forgot had been put on the new Weirdos page on Spotify that I think is um, it's hilarious and I love it. So I recommend people listen to it, which is uh, the thing called Junk Container Volume 1 and 2. Uh, what it is is that James just put random ideas that he had that he wasn't sure what to do with on Spotify as they were, which means it's like a bunch of 30 second clips huh. of just like ideas that could have been songs, except uh, there's one that's my favorite one. It's called you only want one thing and it's nine seconds long and it's the greatest thing in the world. Uh, but that whole, those oh, two, e- those two EPs are fun because it's just like things that you could imagine being a full song, but then they just kind of stop. And so it's basically just a bunch of random hooks. Yeah, a song that just mm. drops out 10 seconds. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, so those are pretty cool. I, I recommend people check them out. Uh, aside from that, uh, you know, whatever your podcast, there's like a trendy word for it, right? Podcatcher? Oh, whatever. I don't know. Yes. I'm trying to be trendy now. Whatever your uh, podcatcher of choices, uh, you know, uh, like us, subscribe to us. If that's what the app does, rate us, comment, uh, send us to your grandmother if she's cool with how our mouths talk. Yeah, I don't know if what that means. If your grandmother doesn't mind us saying fuck, oh, yeah. and if she does, like, be extra sure not to send this to her. Yeah, then don't we're send gonna it continue to her. doing that, whether we think about it or not. Honestly, only send this to the cool grandmas, is what we're yeah. saying. Yeah, we're talking the grandmas who were like definitely at Woodstock. Yes, yeah, that yeah, those kind grandmas, of grandma. but not the ones that went to Woodstock and then said only for me and not for you. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. take mm-hmm. took away all of the acid and took it all themselves. Yeah. 
and then voted so for they, Reagan. So not those people. No, they no they they took all the acid themselves, so they couldn't get to the voting. Group. Oh yeah. So yeah, if you yeah. took all this world's supply of acid, you'd you'd be out for a while. Don't give those people our podcast. And yeah. definitely don't give. Yeah, definitely not Reagan Democrats. Yeah, 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 not those people either. Definitely, if you're Ronald Reagan and you're listening, I guess you're already at the end of the episode, but you shouldn't have. We'll make a whole chart. Uh, we'll make a flow chart of what pe- whether or not to send people to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're Ronald Reagan and you're listening, then you need to check in with your hell parole officer so that you can get back to being <laughs> roasted. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, uh, that went way off the rails. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. Don't believe everything you hear. <laughs>